The NFL franchise tag deadline was today. Plus, there's a lot of other random news across the NFL. You're listening to the Clot Dodgers podcast. Let's talk about it. Cannot play with them. Cannot win with them. Cannot go with them. Can't do it. You play with the game. I mean, listen, we talking about practice. Not a game. Not a game. Not a game. are now locked in to the Clock Dodgers podcast. Clock Dodgers podcast. Franchise tag day in the NFL. It is important. As unimportant as it may seem to some, it is important. And especially for dynasty team owners, you know, for dynasty, when you're managing your team right now, when you're planning out how you're going to draft, what who you're trading for, these things matter. These things matter for who you target and for how you predict things to potentially go. Now, of course, we know when we try to predict the future, when we try to predict what NFL teams are going to do, it doesn't usually pan out well, for the most part, because they don't always think like we do. They're, they're looking at things differently. They're building a team differently than we imagine they should. However, let's talk about some of the bigger um, franchise tags that went out and some that didn't go out that are also going to matter just as much as the ones who did get tagged. And then there's some, a couple other random NFL news I want to talk about. Let's start with players who do who did get tagged, right? Uh, I talked about this last episode. Chris Godwin, we assumed was going to get tagged. He did get tagged. So the Bucks tag Chris Godwin. I expected this to happen, as we talked about. You know what I'm saying? And it is what it is. It's really what's best for Chris Godwin at the end of the day. When you think about it, he gets to come back to Tom Brady. He gets to come back to the offense and the team that he knows. And He's going to get paid a pretty good amount for it because <laughs> he's got the franchise tag for one year, you know? So um, if you have Chris Godwin shares right now, you feel good about it. You have no issue. Um, you're not trying to move them. You're not trying to trade them. Uh, if somebody has them and they're willing to move them, you can definitely go acquire them because now you feel safe that he's playing with Tom Brady. It's, it, it's good. It, it's good news. Okay. So the Chris Godwin news, good and expected. Um, one that's not as good news. And I was really hoping we'd go the other way and not get franchise tagged is Allen Robinson. Um, Allen Robinson got tagged by the Chicago Bears. It is what it is, guys. It is what it is. We don't know how things are going to play out there. We just, we're, you know, when we think about what Allen Robinson has dealt with so far in his career and the lack of quarterback, um, high-level quarterback that he's been able to play with, it just it sucks. It sucks. He is so good of a wide receiver, one of the best in the league, no question. He's still super young. So it sucks to see him get franchise tag and us not really know what's going to happen at quarterback, you know, with the Bears. Obviously, you know, we don't know what, what Allen Robinson wanted. I have no clue if he wanted to stay in Chicago. So I don't know if this is good news for him or not on a personal level. But just from a fantasy perspective, a dynasty football perspective, it's not how I wanted it to play out. I was excited about the thought of other teams getting to pursue him, everyone getting into a bidding war, and, you know, and him going to a really good quarterback. That's obviously not going to happen this time, you know, so this year he's he's in Chicago again. I will say for dynasty purposes, I'm not concerned about it. I'm still going to try to acquire him. This may even be a window for someone who is disappointed. Now, someone who has Allen Robinson on their team right now might be disappointed. They might say, damn, man, I was really hoping that he was going to go somewhere else. Now that he's not, I can't expect the Bears to do right by him. I can't expect the Bears to pick the right quarterback and they may move him. They may be willing to move him at a little bit of a slight discount. And and Allen Robinson, you 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 acquire him all day, 
all day long, you acquire Allen Robinson without a concern in the world. So it sucks where he got fran- it sucks that he got franchise tagged. It's not, you know, the best outcome possible, but you still love Allen Robinson in fantasy and dynasty. You don't concern yourself with it. Um, you know, whoever the quarterback is, they're gonna know to get Allen Robinson the ball, and he's good enough to make it happen regardless. We've seen it happen his entire career so far. So we're not gonna get too uh too caught up in that. I, I love Allen Robinson, man. If that ain't if that ain't clear, I'm loving where things are going with Allen Robinson. It's only going to get better. I, 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 I feel confident in it. Um, the rest of the franchise tags were mostly uh, offensive line, some defense, um, nothing too you know important from a from a fantasy perspective or a dynasty perspective. There were notice, notable people who did not receive the tag, and this is as important as the ones who did receive it. Right, as important as it was for us to know that Chris Godwin, Allen Robinson got tagged. There's guys like Aaron Jones did not get tagged. Kenny Galladay did not get tagged. Um, Chris Carson did not get tagged. That's three on the offense. Uh, I know there's a couple more. Um, tight ends, Hunter Henry didn't get tagged. Uh, Janu in Tennessee didn't get tagged. So there's a few, and there's more than that. I can't think of the top of my head right now, but there's, there's, there's a few more. But these are all guys who, in fantasy, it matters. They matter. They matter for your team. No question about it. These, these are all very good you know, potentially, you know, some, some are already really good. Some are potentially really good. And so these guys matter in fantasy. So Aaron Jones, where is he going to end up? See, he was getting all love. And we talked about him on the 80, best ball ADP episodes about where he was getting drafted, what rounds he was going. He was going in the first five, uh, first uh, three rounds, I believe it was first two rounds. Um, so this is one of those things where if he doesn't land in a good situation now, your early round draft, you know, value on him. The, the, the investment you've made, or if you haven't moved him yet in Dynasty, th- this can really swing hard, right? It could, it, it could either get really good if someone invests a, a long-term deal in him, you know, three, four years and a lot of money and a good situation, or it could be bad. And he's just another guy in a rotation and, you know, with two other running backs and we don't know what kind of role he's going to get, or the offense is just isn't as fluid or successful. You know, these things matter. So Aaron Jones is a concern for me. Um, I don't really have any shares of Aaron Jones in Dynasty at the moment, I don't believe. So I'm not concerned on a personal level. But uh, for those who are, you should be taking, you know, paying attention right now and decide. Remember, we talk about the windows all the time in Dynasty. You have to decide, am I going to hold Aaron Jones or am I going to move Aaron Jones? It's up to you what risk level you want to take and how confident you are uh, and where he lands. Kenny Galladay. Uh, this is another interesting one. Some people didn't believe that he was going to resign with, uh, Detroit one way or the other, uh, which is possible, but I wasn't excited with the whole Jared Goff <laughs> situation. So I'm actually happy he didn't get franchise tagged. I wish Allen Robinson would have got the same treatment, but he didn't, um, with Kenny Galladay. I'm excited. I, I actually acquired Kenny Galladay recently in some dynasty leagues, uh, at least one of them. And so I'm, I'm curious to see where he goes, what happens with Kenny Galladay. He's, he's a bona fide elite wide receiver if he can stay healthy um and there's a lot of teams who are after wide receivers uh going into this offseason so we'll see where he lands he's probably the one that i'm most interested in out of all these uh guys who didn't get tagged simply because i do have you know stock in him and he, he could be you know really exciting so i'm curious where he goes chris carson another guy and similar to the aaron jones mole he has mold excuse me mold mole he had success in seattle i don't have any you know personal stock in him but he's someone to keep an eye on. You know, there, there, there's teams who are looking for running backs right now. And these guys, it's going to be, you know, 
what you have to pay attention to is will they sign before the draft? Will that team after they sign them still go and draft a running back? This is where things can get can get weird. Because there's some good running backs in the draft, some game changer running backs in the draft, some pass catching running backs in the draft um, that we can't that we can't ignore that are talented. So um, where they land will matter, and you got to pay attention to that. Think about it. Do you want to unload now, or do you want to hold and wait for that to, you know to happen? <laughs> Personally, I'm moving them if I can get an even a decent value out of them. But if you want to hold and see where they end up, I totally respect it and understand that. Um, I'm just you know. Aaron Jones more so than Chris Carson for me. Uh, and then the two tight ends, I want to talk about Hunter Henry uh, and Smith. They're both talented. They're both, you know, they they both can make plays, right? There's no question about it. Hunter Henry has done more than Smith, you know, up until this point. I'm not surprised neither got franchised. Uh, no, neither one got the tag. I'm not surprised because eh, while, they're, while they're good, they're tight ends, man. Like, I don't think a team should get caught up in that and wrapped up in it. If they want to resign, they, they they can just resign them. Like they don't got a franchise tag to tight ends, uh, but where they end up does matter. Um, they will both um, be top, you know, top tight end targets if they if they land in a good place, no question. Um, because we know they they're both talented. We've seen them do it. We know the potential they have. So these are guys that you definitely keep an eye on, depending on where they go. If right now someone says, "Hey man, they didn't get tagged," I don't know what's going to happen with them. It's hard to acquire them you know, in that gray area sometimes because the, the person who has them on their teams right now who's rostering them is going to wait to see where they go. So right now, trying to acquire them, it's not really worth it for you. If you're super, super interested in them and you just want to wait till where they land, then you can go after them. Um, it's hard to pursue them right now. That, that's my opinion. But, hey, listen, it's, it, ain't, it never hurt to make a trade offer. It never hurt. So go ahead and make a trade offer if you like them. Um, so th- those are the, um, the franchise tag players that I felt were important. Obviously some players like Dak and stuff avoided this whole thing, which again, like I talked about last episode, Cowboy fans, be happy you avoid this whole franchise tag matter um, for Dak Prescott. It just puts the player in the right, to me, it puts players at ease, at comfort. And again, there, there are some fantasy analysts and experts out there who will tell you, I don't care about, you know, this kind of stuff. I don't, I don't think about whether the guy's franchise tag, what, what his contract looks like, whether whether I care if he's happy or not, or, or confident or not, insecure or not, I do care about those variables when it comes to fantasy. I definitely put it in play when I'm doing my rankings and when I'm thinking about drafting certain players. I definitely consider stuff like this. And with Dak being you know on a brand new contract and getting paid to me, that's a major win uh, for Cowboy fans and for fantasy dynasty fans who have Dak on their team or are looking to acquire him. Um, that puts me all in on Dak for sure. Um, the other news that I wanted to hit on really quickly, um, since the franchise tag, you know, news dominated the airwaves was, uh, the Raiders, you guys know, I'm a big Raider fan. They trade, they, they, they've been cutting guys left and right. Uh, LaMarcus Joyner got cut, uh, Gabe Jackson got cut. A few other guys have been cut. Um, something notable today, Trent Brown, the, you know, pro bowl top, you know, left tackle offensive tackle in the entire NFL, one of the top guys. Um, they traded him back to the Patriots. This is super interesting. He was unhappy, clearly. Uh, the Raiders were unhappy, clearly, because he's barely played. So even while the Raiders had like this, this dominant, you know, offensive line at times, Trent Brown wasn't even playing for them sometimes. You know, last year I feel like he barely played due to injuries and everything else. So the Raiders weren't appreciating the effort. They felt like he could have pushed through some of that, probably. They felt like he was out of shape. 
you know, uh, Mike Mayak came out and said that, that when he's in shape and healthy, he's one of the best tackles in all of football. When he's not, he's no good for you. <laughs> so um, my assumption is, my guess, if I had to predict out, Trent Brown will be entirely healthy next year because he's a Patriot now. And so he will not deal with injury concerns and he won't have all these issues because he's happy because he thinks he's on a winning team. Yo, surprise, surprise, Trent Brown. The Patriots weren't good last year. The Patriots don't even have a quarterback, sir. They don't. If Cam comes back, that's great. But, bro, you don't even know who you're protecting. You don't even know how this team's going to play out because they didn't play out so hot last year. Now, I know they're getting a lot of players back that, uh, you know, took the year off because of COVID. I fully assume Bill Belichick is going to, you know, start to repair this team the best he can. Um, but, you know, they are letting their left guard go, I believe. They decided not to franchise tag him. That'll be interesting. But this always, you know, as a Raiders fan, this kind of stuff always annoys me because players leave, they get traded, whatever. They go to another team, they take the pay cut because he was getting paid more with the Raiders. That always annoys me. But obviously, the Raiders always play, pay, you know, a bonus. They always have to pay up compared to other teams, especially successful teams like the Patriots. So, right. So, okay, that comes with the territory. Don't hate the player, hate the game. <laughs> I respect that. And then, you know, I hate when these guys get on Twitter and they start tweeting like they're so happy, they're so excited. It gives me those Antonio Brown vibes when he left the Raiders. So, yeah, that stuff is frustrating. But, hey, listen, Trent Brown, wish him nothing but luck. Patriots, I wish him nothing but luck. But, hey, it's Raiders all day. <laughs> so, my bias is always going to peek through on that. However, just to speak on the Raiders situation because this does affect Josh Jacobs, Derek Carr. You, you're, you know, some people are going to go, the Raiders just lost Trent Brown. People love to knock Josh Jacobs. They they look for any outlet they can to knock Josh Jacobs. Same for Derek Carr, honestly. And so you're going to have the haters come out and they're going to say, the Raiders just lost Trent, Trent Brown. They just lost a top one of the top tackles in the football. Bro, They didn't he didn't play last year. So whatever you've seen last year from the Raiders, they're they going to repeat all that. They can repeat it or do better because he didn't affect the, the offensive line last year. So that, that don't even try to bring that. So that's not going to matter um, for the Raiders. For the Patriots, it's obviously a win, right? They upgrade their line in terms of Trent Brown. They lose uh, Joe Thune, so we'll see how that you know affects the team. But you know, adding to Trent Brown if he's healthy doesn't hurt your team, obviously. So this should help the you know the line for the Patriots and, and everyone that you're worried about over there as far as the quarterbacks, the running backs, all that good stuff. Um, the Raiders have been releasing a lot of uh, players recently, you know, cutting this cap down considerably to get them uh, pretty pretty well under it. Not one of the leaders by any means, but pretty well under it. They obviously had that money for the draft, and they want to get a little active in free agency. I'm curious what they do, uh, if it's going to be a wide receiver they go after, if it's offensive line help for the cheaper, um, if it's some defensive help in, in free agency, because obviously we all know their defense was horrible. Um, we'll see how it plays out. But just talking about Trent Brown and the Raiders, it affects them none. There's nothing lost here. So if anyone tries to throw that out there, oh, Josh Jacobs is going to suffer. Derek Carr's going to suffer because there's no Trent Brown. Let them know Trent Brown didn't play last year. (laughs) So it don't matter. Um, Other than that, guys, franchise tag was a big news. Make sure, again, you adjust accordingly. Dynasty 24-7 operation, 365 days a year. You cannot sleep. When them offers come over to you, you got to understand everything that's happening. When you make offers, you got to be aware of everything that's happening. Listen, follow at Clock Dodgers on Twitter and Instagram. Subscribe on the YouTube. Subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Be kind. Be great. Keep dodging. 